This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You'll remember last June, the wildfire situation in British Columbia and what happened in Lytton, B.C., where essentially the entire community burned to the ground on June 30th, right? It was after the heat wave and all the rest, and that was it. Um, it affected, uh, well, everybody who lived in the community, and including a number of people who lived on the Bar First Nation in the area. A number of them had homes in Lytton that they lost as well. So as part of the project to rebuild and to sort of restart things in that part of British Columbia, there's a project underway involving SAIT, um, helping the Kanika Band get to work on what the Arcanica Bar Band get to work on rebuilding with an eye to the future and doing things differently. So joining us to tell us about that is Melanie Ross, who is the Research and Business Administration Manager at SAIT's Green Building Technologies Access Center. Melanie, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is a really interesting project, and I think it's, like I said earlier, I think it's the kind of thing that we're going to see more and more of um, going forward, as we know that these kind of wild events seem to be happening more often. So just tell us about this partnership you have with the Kanaka Bar Indian Band and, and how it came about. Absolutely. Um, I'd, I'd love to tell everybody and their dog who wants to listen, to be quite honest. It's such a great uh great initiative and it's really helping people who have been not just hit by the wildfires but as of late were impacted by the floods and the deep freeze and unprecedented amounts of snow it's been hit after hit for the communities up there and um, we're really thrilled to to be able to come in and and be of service and help so the the concept behind the project is is to take a look at what went wrong um, you know, why, why did things burn down so quickly, so fast? Why are the climate events impacting them so much? Recognizing that there's going to be lots more issues. We know there'll be more wildfires next year. Um, that's, you know, almost a given. And so what do we do about buildings? Because it's buildings that burned down. People were displaced. Um, businesses had to shut down. Uh, there's so much damage. So how can we address that from a building perspective? How can we make those buildings stand up to those kinds of climate events um, that are happening more and more often? So what is the project? You're actually going to build some of these homes in the area, right? We are. We are. So we're going to do actually a fairly extensive um research into building materials. Uh, We're partnered with Foresight Canada. We're going to launch um, uh, an innovation challenge, which is going to invite people with um, solutions to uh, materials and, 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 um, you know, anything related to the building envelope, windows, doors, wall panels, roofs, mechanical and electrical systems to come forward and present their solutions that can be that it can be very resilient, affordable, um, and withstand some of the really um, uh, high performance criteria that these climate events are forcing us to think about, which is not just withstand burning for 10 minutes, but withstand burning and heat transfer and melting and 
all of those components of fire that we don't think about because this particular fire burns so hot and mm-hmm. so fast um, that, uh, you know, we're taking this to a whole new level. I know you're partnering up with a bunch of different, you know, groups and agencies and companies. To me, it seems like this is the kind of a thing that would probably take, I don't know, maybe even a year or two's worth of pre-planning and advance work before you even got started. Are you plan- But you're, you're, you want to be in there this spring, right? We absolutely want to be in there this spring. It's really imperative uh, that we get these houses built. So we're planning to break ground at the beginning of April, and uh, we'll be building anywhere from four to eight. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Home, depending on how the research goes and the designs and everything that that we uh, that we develop and funding, of course, uh, and then the ideas that will be finished by the end of September. Then we'll take some time to monitor the homes for another year, um, just to keep track of what's going on, the performance, how the homes stand up to the climate events that we know will be coming in the following year. But uh, it, it, we're we're so cognizant of the fact that. So many people have been displaced. Mm-hmm. So many people are without a home right now. They're living in trailers. They're living in other provinces. They're, they're completely displaced and, and cannot afford necessarily to come back and build yet again, um, especially build exactly the same, knowing that there's a risk that the exact same thing will happen again as these events keep, you know, snowballing, especially in BC, um, it seems these days. Uh, So we want to make sure that we do it right. We uh, staffed up with extra team members. We made sure to connect with uh, folks who have experience in the industry. Um, Through our Green Building Technologies Research Centre, we actually spend a lot of time with a lot of innovative um, solution providers that will that we already know of that would fit this project and we've um, we're working with other academic institutions to draw on their lists of people that they work with we actually have a really strong network in western canada on this this idea of green building and climate resilient materials and buildings uh, so we're we're leveraging everything we've got to to throw at this project and get it done quickly so like you say, quickly, and it will provide housing uh, options for people there quickly, which is fabulous. But it sounds to me like there's more to it than that. This is, would it be fair to call this almost a research project? These homes will ultimately be used as tools for you to, um, you know, further the work in this area of, of climate resilient homes? Absolutely. It is definitely a research project. Uh, the intent of the project is to share the information widely. Um, we won't share 
specific intellectual property of the solution providers without their permission, of course, but um, we want to share the process. We want to share what we did. We want to share the results of the performance of the, uh, of the homes and how happy the occupants are. Once the, once the um, homeowners move in, uh, we want to follow them too and understand uh, how it's worked for them and how it might have also helped them feel maybe a little more secure, uh, knowing that their home can stand up to a more aggressive climate uh, events than, uh, than in the past. And this is going to be, I think, a growing initiative going forward. And everything you learn, you're, you're saying, hey, anybody that wants to access this kind of information, we want to give it away, right? Absolutely. That's our mandate. We want to transform industry. And it is getting more and more um, important to be able to share this across Canada. These events are happening everywhere. Um, obviously, what's happening in BC Interior is close to home for, for us here in Alberta. Um, but we uh, we recognize that there's a lot of these kinds of events happening across Canada. There are a lot of communities that need help. And so if we can share anything that we've learned, um, even, even the challenges, even the fails, the fails are a learning process. And if we can say, hey, we tried this and this is what happened yeah. and it didn't work, someone else doesn't have to replicate it. They can move on from that and they can say, okay, we're going to learn from those mistakes as well as the successes and we're going to keep going. I love it. Love it. Sounds like a great idea. Melanie, thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate you joining us. I, I really appreciate being on to be able to tell the story. So thank you. And I, I hope you'll continue to follow the project as we uh, as we go forward. Excellent. Thank you, Melanie. We will check in again. Appreciate it. Okay. That Bye-bye. is Melanie Ross, who is the Research and Business Administration Manager at Sates Green Building Technologies Access Center.